Miles Delaney. And it's Katie, Mrs. Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Welcome. This just in. Me and Katie was just discussing our album. Delaney was discussing an album. Right, that we were both on. Ooh, who's our features? Let's see. Delaney, what are we finna rap about? Hey, yo, half note. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Have no. Like <laughs> yeah. okay. Strauss. Ah. Florence. Like what are we finna wipe about doing? I haven't been through let me actually let me knock on wood. I was gonna say I haven't been through nothing. I mean now people don't, don't always I don't need God to take that as a well, rap about let's ramp it up. People don't only rap about what they've been through. I've been through enough. What am I finna rap about? Yeah. Yeah, down at the symphony. Yeah. Waiting for epiphany. Ooh, got the deep minute. Uh, like, come on, be serious. <laughs> no, for real. No, okay. So, Tatiana be our lead single. Or what's it? What Can we it? even? Bacchiana? How did you even make? How you even make money off of that? That's somebody else's beat. Yeah, there's. I'm learning about copyright law right now, and it will be a whole bunch of stuff. But, um, it won't be. It wouldn't be our lead single, but it could be some promo. Here we go. I'd rather lick nails than start a rap rap group. It look it just looked too hard. I'd rather be, I'd rather put that effort into learning my excerpts. It looked too hard. I mean, okay, the Katie. the only thing right now is like we could put it on TikTok. I wish. Nah, actually, let me. Know. Well, it's not that I don't wish, but I have to say we live in the same city, but we wouldn't be doing none of this. <laughs> Girl, if I lived in if I lived in LA, it would be me living in Memphis, just with me in LA. Cause I'll be like, Delaney, let's go. And you'll be like, yeah, girl. No, I mean, you for like us to house. do, I mean, I don't. But, like, I just wish we did more stuff. I wish I had ideas for us to do more stuff. At the composer disc thing, that would be cute if we did composer disc. This right. is, but who would listen to that? No one's going to be like, oh, they they dropped the new, like, no one's going to be like, let me hear what, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, be for real. Yeah, we gotta see five years coming. I mean, we haven't even set four years is what in November next year. I've been saying we we gotta do classic black two point like another project. I just need Girl, it's, my it's brain to work. It's a doing park. Remember we had that meeting one time and we ain't show up. <laughs> no, you what happened so. was because we had met, we had talked to each other that same day for something. I was like, are we gonna meet later today? But it's like we would have like recorded or. Or talked about something that same day so yeah. we just didn't do it but we have over a year at this point something gotta happen something gotta happen one because i need to be cut a check and <laughs> <laughs> and so just That's because i feel like it's time i feel like it's time yeah have some somebody you work somewhere that got a budget let us know because that's another thing we need we need to do something but we need somebody to front the bill <laughs> maybe we can do something with lizzo let's let's reach for the moon lizzo hi sis yeah once i grow some more brain cells so i can think about doing stuff girl i need to I need to get my excerpts off the ground. They're not on the ground. 
They're not on the ground. How I sound? I sound all right. It's that Bartok. Bartok going through a little regression stage right now, so it's making me kind of anxious. But we going to make it. Okay, period. You got news? Um, That's a great question. Oh, yeah, I do. Well... Uh, the a new nonprofit organization called Presenting Afro Classical Composers um, was founded to celebrate contributions of African American and other African dias- diaspora classical music composers, um, and they are going to be presenting their first post-pandemic live event um, this October on October sixteenth. Okay, my birthday eve um, at four p.m. It's gonna be in Los Angeles. We might, I might could see, but it's outside of my house, so. That's a problem. <laughs> okay. Um, but if you're in Los Angeles around that time, it's at Los Angeles' first Unitarian church. Um, that's you're not gonna write down that address, so I'll just link it. But um, yeah. The it's gonna be featuring the music of Afro classical composers Dorothy Rudd Moore, George Walker, Art Nathaniel Dett, and Maria Thompson Corley. They're also gonna be performed by um Maria Thompson Corley on piano. Um, and executive director of the organization, Michael Ligon. I hope I said your name right. Um, the event is also going to feature a panel of experts that are going to discuss the impact of Afro-classical composers on, um, on you know, classical music and also related disciplines. It's going to be free, um, but you're encouraged to RSVP. So I'm going to put the little link in the description so y'all can do that. I will. If I say the link is in the description, it's not there. Google it. But wow, <laughs> there you have it, folks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, <laughs> life is rough. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. And it be, I told my mom, it's like, you know, like when somebody on the, um, like in an action movie or like some cartoon or something, whatever, that they have they on a helicopter coming up the rope trying to get away from something and it's like nipping at their ankles. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what life feel like for me. Like I'm just barely <laughs> hanging on, <laughs> but it's nipping at my ankles. It's almost it's, it's gaining on me. Movies like that always interest me because it's like life is lit or whatever. But like you really gotta. Yo, will keep going. That's great. I want to feel that. <laughs> like, when life get a little too dicey, I'd be like, "All right, now, <laughs> all right, now." <laughs> Not too much. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll put the link in the description so y'all can learn more about the organization as well. Um, it was launched in 2018 as a series of monthly Sunday salons in tribute. Um, following the death of George Walker. Um, and so the monthly gatherings were set um, in place to, you know, eventually become this organization. And now they are doing a full post-pandemic programming. So, yeah, you should learn more about them. And then also, string players, get your instruments out. The Flint Symphony Orchestra is having auditions this fall for section viola vi- i don't know why i said out of order section violin viola cello you knew what was good bass. you know what was good that's right yeah Woo-hoo! i said viola because katie you taking it probably not Catherine. <laughs> yeah it's soon 
Yeah, I got I got like four things coming up. But hold on, you might have these. <gasps> so Flint is not close to me. Yeah, I feel like they don't play enough for that to be worth it for you. Yeah, there's already one I'm taking that's like basically. Let me get. Let me not say that. I got enough. I got like four coming up. They got. Did they bracket these excerpts? Oh, okay. So I'm about to say. They got a solo for for viola. They got overture to the Maestro singer. Also, why are you asking for that? Sorry, let me not do too much. <laughs> Mozart forty, Beethoven okay. five, Brahms uh-huh. two. Your baby, uh-huh. baby. Freaking Smetna, Barter Bride. So, okay, so the here let's pull over it. Good luck getting viola to take that. <laughs> There's certain excerpts that if you ask me for it, I'm not showing up, and I thought it was just me. And that is one. I thought it was just me. People say like, I was talking to I was talking to somebody who has a job who has a job in a top orchestra. If that me- means anything in this country, and he was telling me like, yeah, there's certain things on it. I'm not. I forgot what his piece was. He's like, I'm not taking it. I'm like, I'm not taking. I'm not learn. First, I'm not learning Smetna. <laughs> Be serious. Secondly, I'm not taking certain stuff I see that fast. Um, Strauss, not taking it. I don't want a job that bad. <laughs> you're gonna stress me out. <laughs> Um, as well as some um, some excerpts from the Nutcracker Suite. And wait, is it a, a ballet? No. So, be blessed. Well, it's the suite, the orchestras. So, they probably played it every year. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't I understand don't, why it's on the I list. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the list. I don't understand the Demetrius singer. I don't understand the Barter Bride for what? yeah. Those are, I'm not even holding you. I don't understand Smetna. I don't understand Dimitrescu, and I don't understand the Chike. If you want to check extra Astro Chike Six, be normal. <laughs> I have um, I have um, I like the base one. There's some stuff like Don Juan is on here. Beethoven. Beethoven 9, Recitatives, that's normal. Beethoven 5, Scherzo Trio, that's normal. Beethoven 5, Second Movement. There's two excerpts on here. I'm not, I, I, it's probably just because I don't remember what the first one is referring to. Um, But then there's some Bach that I've never heard of in my life. You should be at Bach's Badinery or Badinery or whatever, however you say that. Um, And then Carnival of the Animals. Beethoven, not Beethoven. <laughs> Mozart 35 and Shasti 5. Which I've never played. Oh, I'm Britain. Young Person's Guide. We'll see. But violin and cello also y'all on here, so. I mean, I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't take that audition because it's outside of my normal rep. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I can't. That's why I had to let one go. Actually. Yeah, y'all should see. It's the violin of the only ones are honestly coming up. So if that's not in your regular thing, I'm not. But, um. Coming up to me is like less than four weeks. Less than four weeks. Um, yeah, it's coming up. So I mean, shout out to Flint. Shout out to Dustin Ross. He from Flint. I love Dustin Ross. Over there on the friend zone. No, I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> who was Dustin? <laughs> the friend zone. One of friend zone. Ooh, they having like some him. of y'all sight read. Hold up. This is our interesting lists. Um, let's ask for a normal list. They're not asking People. the basis of Cyrie. Yeah, you already know. No, I'm just playing. 
this point. Um, well, yeah, that's what's going on. So, period. Ah! Oh, it's my turn. Yep. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. Okay, so it's time for intermission. And um, I forgot... I forgot who I was talking to and they were like, describe your perfect day. And I was like, I love that question. And I thought we would talk about that here. Um, describing your perfect musical day. Now I told Delaney, I have to get Delaney caveats because like, actually I want to share, I want to share what I sent her because I was like, I had to tell her like, it should be an itinerary because if I told Delaney to describe her perfect day without like any other information, this is what I feel like she would say to me. Somebody just asked me what's my favorite thing to do. This being left the fuck alone. The fuck. Is that not an itinerary? (laughs) The dude is literally in bed. (laughs) <laughs> talk about this so i was like yeah but anyway your perfect musical day what what would what would that be you talking about okay let's put over because you talking about it has to be itinerary okay 11 a.m i wake up alone 12 30 i go to the kitchen by myself and eat some food in first you want me to go first sure but i just don't understand how that's not you don't want me to speak my truth i want you to speak your truth but i feel like your perfect day will be like laughing on twitter exactly eating hot fries it's my truth playing with your dog you asked me okay here's my perfect musical day boom up at nine what well, no i'm lying my perfect day would be to go watch the sunrise what over the water because that's my favorite thing to do let's do a chicago version okay boom up to watch the sunrise down there down past downtown chicago like where that um isn't the quick it's on what's it called what's that place where you look at the stars what's that called oh planetarium yeah there's a a planetarium down on the museum campus like where the field museum and stuff like that there's a planetarium down there and it's like right on the water. You could sit right there. Watch sunrise. Come back. Get some donuts from this donut spot that got vegan donuts. Then um you grab a good book and you go to the you go over like to what? the rooftop. Anyway, I have the perfect to, musical I'm book. <laughs> shut up, Lee. There's a rooftop on a Sears Tower. <clears throat> Sorry, what's it called now? The Willis Tower? that um you could sit sit out there you know reading a nice book then you go get a picnic lunch go sit outside somewhere else you know just take your time i love a day that you could just take your time and then at night then you go you get you some wine get you some stuff for a vegan shark coochie board and then you go to Ravinia. Okay, whoa <laughs> <laughs> then you go to then you first go to of all shark coochie not vegan so okay you saying shark coochie not vegan is crazy <laughs> <laughs> wow then go to Ravinia 
and watch a CSO concert on the grass. Get there when the gates open at five so you can eat your little picnic and then watch um, the CSO. That's my perfect musical day. And if it's not summertime, then skip the sunrise and skip the outdoor part and just go, go to like the Art Institute of Chicago or something like that and end the day at a jazz club where you could like watch a little band, do a little jazz. That's my perfect musical day. So I take this class very early in the morning and there's a lot of equipment that we use for the class and one day after the class I'll tell the instructor like um dang I'm always the last person to pack up and she was like it's a a necessity really like I gotta be to work at eight o'clock and I was like it's a luxury to take time now my Tuesdays and Thursdays are like busy days but like the days that I could take time that's a luxury so my perfect day is gonna be anything where we could lounge like we do we watch the sunrise slowly we're leisurely reading a book outside you know making a charcuterie let me stop making a charcuterie board going to a concert like outside like or going to a jazz club the, the laziness of moving from activity to activity without feeling a rush to have to do a bunch of stuff like that's that's always gonna be my perfect delaney's smiling because like also another version of my perfect day would be laying in the bed on tiktok like that's also a perfect day to me but i just thought like like walk me through your perfect day like that involves music like what what would that be well let's see i have to be strategic so i don't mind if i got a good amount of sleep i don't mind waking up at 10 that's fine mm-hmm. um i'm up i'm laying in the bed <laughs> i told katie i was like okay listening at 4 33 all day <laughs> um no but dang i forgot what my first thing was what my first thing was okay whatever i'll roll over to the pj is the earth dying yes I know that, but <laughs> it's my perfect day, and on my perfect day, there's just not dying, so save it. I get on my PJ. It's four hours to um to Nashville. On my four hours, I'm on Twitter. I'm listening to Stevie Wonder. Um, whatever. I get to Nashville. I go to the. Oh, I forgot. I I remember what I was gonna say. Now, now I'm mad because I gave away my second part. Okay, start over. I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wake up and I get driven. I do not drive. I get driven. Period. Down to Carlsbad. Carlsbad is by San Diego. For people who don't know. I pass by this place because I was just down there. Caught the Making Music Museum or something like that. And it's about like making music. Like it's about like the technology and instruments and da, 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 whatever. I go in there, I see what they got going on. It has some interactive stuff. Okay, period. It's cute. And it's also near the beach. Now I don't like the beach, but I found out I actually like being near the beach. Like the beach is pretty. I just don't like being yeah. on it. Yeah, I don't you know what I'm saying. I don't mind it, but I don't it's never gonna be my first choice. Yeah. I I do not like being at the beach, but to have a little view at the beach, it's like okay, so it's right there. So I'm doing that. Boom. Now I go to the now I go to the PJ. Get on a PJ. It's four hours to Nashville. I'm laying down the whole time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and listening to CB Wonder and I'm on Twitter. Period. Then I go to the National Museum of African American Music. I still haven't been there. 
It looks so cool. So I go there. The museum is cleared out. Ain't nobody in there but me. <laughs> and I'm doing all the interactive exhibits. I'm watching all the videos. All the archival footage that's right up my alley. A little archival footage. A little never before seen. A little, well, not never before seen, but never before seen by me. Yeah. Um. And then I go and I eat some pasta. And that's it. Period. Come on, PJ. I know that's right. Well, I wish that for you. In Jesus' name. Really? If I had... It's only one day, so this wouldn't be possible. But I would do a museum tour. There's that making music museum. Then there's... um, What would you call that? A musical instrument museum. And that's in like... Arizona, somewhere in that southwest area mm-hmm. Arizona or New Mexico or one of those um, and then there's National Museum of African American Music then at the Smithsonian I know the mothership is there from um, Parliament Funkadelic that's where the mothership is and then uh, Motown Museum and then the museum the Universal Hip Hop Museum is not open yet but it will be open I think maybe in a year or two I would mm-hmm. go there. I would do a museum tour, but of course, I would need more than a day to do that. So, because that's gonna that's be a new content York. for you, low key. Hmm. That's some content for you to do a museum tour. There's also the Stax Museum in Memphis. Oh, see, I didn't even know about that. I gotta write that down. I was mm-hmm. gonna go. I ended up not going because it closed the day I got back from this trip with my family the other day. But there was a Tupac exhibit here. You know, I don't like going places, and I had already gone. I've been out of my house every day that week, so I was like, girl. Well, I wish that for you, Ashe. <laughs> we moving on? Yep. Okay, so we're late because we were in the thralls of that book, but we're here now. <laughs> so we going <laughs> uh, I can't do it. Now, you know what? Now I'm starting. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm mad all over again. I can't believe what, what happened Girl. to me. Every day when I go to that gym, I walk past that little house. I'm like, I should. My book would look so good in there. <laughs> um, the little book, the little free library. Yeah, there we go. So people know what I'm talking about. I'm like, my book. Will, I was talk, today. I was like, my book would look so good in there. I want to. I should do the experiment and see how long it stays in there. But see, that's the thing. Somebody calls me, like, oh, this look good. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. You're here. But so. In July, Drake put out an album, and I wanted like I I wanted to know what the title was for real because I feel like it was a response to Beyonce's album, which was coming out like a couple of weeks later. It might have came out in June, actually. Drake's album, I should know that. Yeah, I think it came out in the last. I remember because I was in San Francisco. That was the last couple of days of June. Okay, so his came out in June. And he, I think he hurried up and put his out because his is called Honestly Nevermind. <laughs> and then Beyonce put out an album in the end of July. So we're going to talk about those two albums because I listened to all of Drake's album. Delaney listened to all of Beyonce's album. Um, I feel like they're similar styles. And then we're going to talk about um, moments in classical music where people have done something that was outside of the norm and it wasn't widely received. So if that's not clear, don't worry, we're gonna get into it. Because I, I say that um Beyonce's album was was well received as Beyonce. Drake, on the other hand, even though his, I think people end up liking his album a lot, but I remember when it first dropped that midnight, people were 
not happy with it for the most part because they're like Drake what is this because did people, people like it because I feel I, like I haven't heard no more. I haven't heard a peep about that album since that, that um thing but a lot, I feel like a lot of people was like oh he made something for the girls I did see some people say some positive things about it mm-hmm. but I also wonder what his male fan base felt about it because I heard a lot of people saying that he made that album for the girls so I don't know yeah that's what I heard I, that's what I saw a lot of the the positive reviews that I saw and not written down I didn't do any research about that but <clears throat> just like perception of it I've only seen um women say they liked it okay. um which we can get into a little bit later but yeah people weren't the love that Beyonce received saving her being Beyonce was pale yeah, in comparison yeah pale in comparison to Drake's and it's actually really unfortunate because y'all say artists sound the same they do different stuff and you'd be like not like that so it's like what is it because i drake's album is very good yeah like i i enjoy it a lot um so you want to go first or you want me to go first what we're gonna do first is talk about the albums that we liked and just play a couple of tracks that stood out to us um i mean i can go first yeah i mean it took me a long i listened to the full i listened to renaissance in full um and like i just don't listen to new music a lot so it was like it took me for people was talking about it i listened to it maybe four or five days after it came out so i was just on twitter like trying to avoid clips of it but i didn't mind reading the tweets because i'm like i don't know what you're talking about so whatever but um and i listened to it there's a couple uh tracks that i liked immediately which is not you know sometimes i'm just indifferent first listen there was like maybe two that i would say i liked immediately and um other than that i was just listening to be listening um and i actually didn't listen to it again for like two or three weeks like after that first (laughs) Mm -hmm. thing because like i said i didn't know any of the songs it's just very hard for me to put stuff in my usual rotation like i just be like why like it just be weird to me like what do you listen to your music on like do you do you you listen to it because spotify has a liked song so like if i hear a song on tiktok or hear song somewhere and i like it i can just like it so and that like song is a playlist as well does apple music have something like that where you it, can just like a song and it curates the playlist for you um let me see oh they do have something like that i'm just looking right now oh, i don't know if there's a playlist i've never seen this before i don't know the way i use apple music is kind of like it's not efficient at all because I just will see something and I'll add the whole thing to my library. Oh, see, that will drive me crazy. And and that's because that's why it's I always have to listen. I can't just put music on because I'm always so involved in like, oh, not this song, not this song, not this song. Because I have so many things. Like I'll be listening and like, for example, I have <laughs> Smithsonian Folkways did like uh an album of like speeches and some like spirituals and stuff by fanny lou hammer i'm hammer rather sorry but like when that come on it's like yeah you know like <laughs> or like all my i mean i listen to christmas music year round but some stuff i don't i i don't want to hear like i realize i'm like oh i downloaded this whole album i don't like every song on this album so i i gotta clean yeah. up my library and see what's happening i have some playlists 
but like yeah usually i just listen to my whole library and i just oh i want to hear this song i'll cue I'll that up next oh i'll cue that one after that one i just rearrange it and that's then like so much work. yeah it's very um that's why i need to stop doing that <laughs> that's why like i i have playlists that like because i listen to my liked songs playlists basically anytime i listen to music which is not every day to be honest but um and then i have if i wanted to listen to a specific type of thing like i have a gospel playlist i have a reggae playlist etc i'll put that on i just only want to hear reggae i only want to hear gospel music but my like song that's what gets the most traction for me because that that way like i hear songs from drake's album periodically because they're on my liked playlist you know but i'm, I'm not listening to the whole album because you know i will use that feature of apple music got it because that way you could you don't got to click around you just be like i like this 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 and this and i could just put this on and go yes yeah i had no idea my the playlist that i have so i just i just dabbled in my first apple music playlist like my first one that they curated because i have a 70 soul essentials a lot of hits from the 70s i was like oh okay i'll see this um uh, i have a classical one um but actually i didn't even know I, i'm finding that out i guess not for the first time because i made it so for the second time right now because i ain't been over there <laughs> and it hasn't been op- it hasn't been updated um mm. i have that and then i have some i the thing is i have some that are like mood so like a lot of my playlists like they have an emoji like how this emoji makes me feel that's what's on that playlist Mm. so and there's a lot of overlap and then i have i have a hip-hop one hip-hop is beautiful playlist i have a playlist called improve which is like a lot of like motivational songs or songs that just make me feel like um like that song i played last week dream big that's on there Mm -hmm. and stuff and also stuff that that's stuff i play when i'm working out usually Mm. i have praise him that's my my gospel playlist a couple other ones um so i do have some but yeah i gotta because my library i gotta clean that up actually i just saw a, a, what's the name that i need to get off of here but anyway what were we talking about the album renaissance yeah oh uh, yeah but overall you know once i got back into listening to the album i was like okay girl. like once i um decided listen to it so i guess i should play how many you think how many you want two or three or four whatever speaks to you have three okay so the first one yeah okay let me well first i'll tell y'all the ones that i listen to for real for real sometimes when i don't listen to a song it's just because i got into listening to other ones and i just haven't Mm -hmm. been back to it um the ones that i listen to for sure for sure like i'll go and click on this and i and i'll even say like what order like cuff it was the cuff it is the fourth track and it's after alien superstar which is the one that everybody loved but cuff it is the fourth track and that's the first one that i was like immediately i like the song Mm -hmm. um and also plastic off the sofa which is so weird because it took me about three seconds to like plastic off the sofa but i didn't listen to it again even once i started listening to the album again didn't listen to it for a while it's also kind of one of those lovey songs and i was like i gotta be in a good space for i listen to that because i get in my feelings i don't like being in my feelings mm-hmm. um 
but I listened to Cuff It, I listened to Plastic Off the Sofa. Then I came around. I never disliked it, but I started listening to Alien Superstar mm-hmm. again. I like Move. That one is a is a newer one for me. I, I wasn't listening. Yeah, I wasn't listening to that, but now I'll be listening to that. I listen to Heated, and I listen to um, I'm That Girl. I like I'm That Girl, too. Um, those are the ones I, I normally listen to. Okay, so I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Cuff It because that's my um like I said the one I'll be listening to. I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck something up. I don't fucking something. I need some drink in my cup. Hey, I'm in the mood to fuck something up. I wanna go missing. I need a prescription. And then I'm trying to think, should I play Plastic Off the Sofa? Should I play Mooch? It's between those and I'm That Girl. But the problem is, I can't remember how I'm That Girl starts. So, because sometimes I'll be playing stuff and they got a long intro and I'll be like, oh, sorry, y'all. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm going to play, I'm going to play Plastic Off the Sofa next. Boy, I know you can't help but to be yourself around me, yourself around me now. And I know nobody's perfect, so I'll let you be, I'll let you be. It's the way you weigh your emotions on both of your sleeves. That's my song. And then the next one I'm gonna play is um I'm gonna play is move. What's the one? There's one of them that everybody was laughing at. And she was like, "It must be the cast because it ain't your face." I was like, "That can't mean what we think it means." I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have I have yet to listen to Renaissance, which don't don't not too much, y'all. But it's like I like listening to albums from top to bottom. I just not have had the yeah. emotional time. Like, how much time do I spend scrolling on TikTok? None of your business. Who asked you to ask me that? Yeah, but, I mean, it's not like something you got to do, so. But it's like, I just have to have the emotional time to sit so I can listen. So, I don't yeah. know. I don't even know that. I don't even know, like, Break Your Soul and stuff like that. Move. Alien Superstar. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm going to play Move now. Or am I gonna play? Okay, not me. <laughs> Cause I'm like, should I play heated? Um, no, nah, I'm gonna play move. Cause that's what my original. Yeah, that's Grace Jones too. So, and then yeah, she snapped. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to listen to it. I'll do that soon. 
Um, okay, so when I found out Drake was dropping an album, I'm like, yes, like we need something for the summer. Like, let's go. So then I stayed up till midnight when he dropped it. Hey. And I heard the intro and I was like, okay, that's not for me. Literally. <laughs> and, I, and then I got on Twitter. I got on Twitter and I was like, okay, so it's not just me, right? So I'm I'm the girls that we're talking about in this episode. Like, I was like, mm, I don't know. So I left it alone. And I came back to a couple weeks later and I was like, okay, let me give it a shot because I love Drake. I've talked about that several times. Y'all know I love Drake. And I found the stuff that I liked off the album and went from there. I don't love every song, but I feel like that's any album so um yeah i'm gonna play my favorite ones uh so my favorite song period even when i um my favorite song period even when i listen to it on the first go um it's called it's called sticky and it's just it's just my favorite one so here we go To Quebec, Cherie Back. That song, nah, period. Okay. Um, my second favorite that is um that I get a lot of because it it's on my like song. It's called Currents. Here's how it goes. Don't think twice. We're still in formation. Testing the current. I'm pretty sure that's one of the ones that I've heard. Yeah, I like I like the beat. It, it was a it was I was like, okay, I can get into this. It's just like, it's so funny because this is so outside of like anything I would ever listen to. Like, <laughs> okay, and then this last one, I feel bad for liking this one because it's like, he still puts something for his, like, he, I feel like he put this one on because it's like, it's more of his like typical style. He put a little something for the people to like hold on to <laughs> just in case they didn't like the stuff before. Um, which is funny because I remember Crystal was talking about how the album is not for her and then she was like I like this last song which is interesting considering how much she liked Beyonce's album but anyway here this is called Jimmy Cooks featuring 21 Savage
They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Fuck a pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's a different mode. I'ma have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard, just let a nigga know. I would have your court side, not the middle row. All good love in a minute though. I can't stress about no bitch cause I'm a timid soul. Plus I'm cooking up that bitch. Okay, so that's, that's it. I feel like. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about like times in classical music where like something someone tried something new, literally in any way. So I don't know what the land is gonna be. We at first it was gonna be like let's do composers, but then it was like or it could be anything, any asset aspect rather of classical music where someone has tried something different and it it didn't get wide um, reception. But I'm curious, like, there's a question for you. I feel like. Beyonce has been so experimental over the course of her career that I feel like when she dropped the house album, it wasn't like people are like, period, it's Beyonce, let's eat it up. And I feel like with Drake, not saying that he's not experimental or imaginative, but he is a rapper. It's like when he dropped this, people were like, what the heck? And I wanted to know like if you agree with that or like you or do you why do you think Beyonce's fans were more open to her album versus Drake's fans? Well, what first I gotta say, my problem with Drake is the album covers. What's going on? Drake is losing it. Sorry, losing, I don't. The know. last two have just been terrible. Like <laughs> Drake is. This one is not as bad as the emoji one. I honestly because, don't know which one I like less. <laughs> because the weird writing, but it's cool. Like if you look on the, sp- I don't know if you can see it because of my screen, but like it like drips. So I kind of oh, like yeah, on the on the thing. Yeah, I kind of like how it like because it's like. I think it goes with the, the the title. Like, honestly, never mind. The letters start dripping because it's like, yeah, like, forget it, you know. But I don't know. Yeah, the ladies be blinking on Apple Music. <laughs> Wait, let me go look. Let me go look. I'm just like, the last Drake. album cover was so bad. I like his last album. I like most of the stuff Drake does. Except be weird online. He's so Drake is so weird. It's like <laughs> Drake is losing it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's weird. But um, I mean, oh no, my ladies don't blink. Let me click on it. Oh, I want my stuff to blink. Yeah, girl, they be blinking. Hold on, let me pull them up. Well, let me let me go back to honestly. Never mind and see how I got it to to drip like that. Oh, it's because you got to click on a thing. Okay, okay, okay. Let me go back and they see blinking. if they blink. Oh, and back. they rubbing their stomachs too. He is so unhinged. Let me click on it on a song, and then pull this up. Yeah, and they moving. They moving. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. They rubbing their stomachs. First of all, this this should have been Nick Cannon's album cover, right? Anybody except for the dark ladies. That's uh, that's pregnant. That wouldn't be on Nick. <laughs> Nick right. Cannon's album covers. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I th- okay, I have a theory about about the Beyonce thing, and it's based on the read episode I didn't finish. I was happy for them. I was real happy for them, but I did not listen to their their first episode back because 
one I didn't listen to Renaissance mm-hmm. so when they were talking about the album track by track I'm like I don't have anything to grasp um but also I feel like Beyonce could put out a remix to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and the girls would eat it up so because I it feel would like be good <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it's also the fan base but I, I'm curious what you have to yeah, but I mean, I think, yeah, I just think Renaissance was very good. And, um, but at the same time, I mean, she did, uh, Lemonade was, I feel like, had several genres of music on it. And so she kind of just showed us that's what she do, like, and that she can do it. With Drake, I remember, it's been so long, I don't remember which songs on that album I listened to. I think that Currents one was definitely was one of them. And I didn't think it was I didn't think any of them were bad or like terrible. There's definitely some things I was like, I really wouldn't have done that. But also I'm not filthy rich like Drake is, so don't matter what I would have done. But um I also think like it's it's harder I feel like that's a that's a harder space to experiment in as a rapper. Drake mm. sings but he's not a singer. And yeah. it's it's hard because I feel like there's just a lot like culturally around the foundation of hip hop that like for example people have other people write their songs all the time but in hip hop that's not really you know like that's really frowned upon if you don't write your own rhymes mm-hmm. so there's just like a lot of I just feel like there's a lot like since it was it was kind of a lot of genres of music are born out of a culture, but I feel like hip hop is just really different the way it came about. And so I feel like it's kind of harder for people to like innovate within that, not innovate, but like to genre wise. Cause there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of innovations in hip hop. And, and and I honestly, I think it's probably one of the fastest evolving genres, but for somebody like Drake, who already has a very like solidified, like he has so much output and it's like people know him as an artist yeah for him to come out with something totally left field but and there was no transition i'm gonna go yeah. back into it into certified lover boy to see but we didn't get there was no indication that this would be a house album like yeah. from anything he's done before and the album was dropped surprise too it was a surprise right. album and when people opened it they said did i click on the right thing like <laughs> right i was like we I feel like like I agree it's easier to expect something from Beyonce like that because and like in one of my examples I use a composer and it's like at the end of the day it's still he's still a composer you know what I'm saying it's not like he dropped a cookbook (laughs) so yeah I think that's what me with Drake that's why it took me some time to like embrace it because it's just like Drake been rapping for a long time the sing songiness, I don't really love when Drake sings. He sings yeah. a lot, he sings a lot on his album, but that's also why I was like, okay, go ahead to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like it's out of tune. It's not like anything. It's just like I don't really come here for that, but that's not fair, right? He should be able to do what he what he and he, he did. We don't know not to like him. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's Drake. But Drake is also an artist who does whatever he wants. So it's also like, you don't really know what to expect from him. So I guess that's all on us. Like, our bad for thinking that we was finna get 
a regular album well i mean next year when he dropped his country album we won't be surprised no more because we know now he's doing other stuff so and we know it's gonna come out of left field we know it could that country album could come after seven more hip-hop albums rap albums because i just feel like yeah like a lot of people have like the culture around it the culture around it and the music is like yes they're intertwined but like people are kind of doing their own thing and adding their own influences because this is a prime thing that i see on a lot of like the hip-hop like platforms and stuff they'll see somebody like santana or Lil Nas X or something like that and be like this is what hip-hop is now this is a shame blah, blah, blah. and it's like no this is what they're doing like right so i feel like it's just hard when people have to they, they really have a really hard and fast like mold that they want you to be in there's Mm -hmm. deviation between that because it's not like every male rapper sounds the same but Mm. there's just like it's kind of like you know just some like guidelines basically it's like as long as you're hitting these few boxes as long as you're not getting too sweet as long as you're not you know getting too out of the box now oh Lil Nas X he doing country stuff we don't know about that or you know Santana got his acrylic song we don't know about that like or even even women like they say Meg rap about her pussy too much first of all y'all not even have you listened to have you ever heard a male rapper's songs I was listening to an OG song what song was it and he was like my so hard I made the metal detector go off you heard that and then you talk about Meg. You're talking about Meg. You're talking about Meg. Wait till you see my dick. Wait till you see my dick. Hey, bitch. Wait till you see my dick. You, you listen to that? <laughs> like, like y'all on. are not. All of y'all songs are, I flipped her over and I put her <laughs> on my show. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah. And Percocet. Yeah, flip her <laughs> over on her chest, on her stomach. No, no, no. We covered the wall. It's like be right. For real. I know. I bitch <laughs> over, and a friend came over, and we did it. It's like okay, and then and then they did it, and I watched, <laughs> and then like <laughs> y'all are very unserious. Like come on, bro. Like come on. It's like so. I feel like that's kind of where where Drake is coming from, as opposed to like Beyonce. Beyonce's R and B and has been for a long time. But it's also a pop star. Yeah. So it's like, you know. But she has she has more wiggle room. Like, yeah. And not that Drake doesn't, but he 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 kind of doesn't, <laughs> actually. Yeah, and it's like, there have been some people that do stuff like, I just saw somebody bring up when Snoop Dogg did Sensual Seduction. That was a kind mm-hmm. of a, like mm-hmm. off thing, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. that song went up. But like I, I haven't thought about that song in years. Wow. I know. Um but also it's like I don't wanna like I don't wanna make it seem like I'm saying, oh hip hop they don't let nobody do nothing. Cause like I said, there have been a lot of innovations, but people even the ones that people have now embraced, they were giving shit for. T Pain is a great example. Yeah, poor you T-Pain, know T Pain was giving a lot of shit for what he what he did with autotune. It's like uh, so many people are using auto tune the way that he does because it's not even what he did with auto tune is not what auto tune is for. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people like. It was something that they discovered that technology could do, mm-hmm. but that's not what it's supposed to do. And so, like that was 
innovation i mean Cher was the first person to do it but he was the first like he made it into his sound yeah and it's like and but a lot of people especially when pe- more people started using it now that gave him you know all that trouble about it but it's like also we freaking loved t-pain like <laughs> a lot of people love yeah. t-pain so it's like sometimes you just gotta let it blow over you know like yeah like people still love drake and they're gonna listen to whatever he put out they're gonna listen to whatever drake and it's like also okay i also think that people gonna listen to whatever drake because i really feel like a lot of drake's fan base is women and maybe it wasn't always like that but i feel like it's definitely like that now Mm. so i feel like that also plays into it because people always said that Drake, Drake, Drake and Lil Baby ain't the same. And what is a Lil Baby song? What's Lil Baby? I like Lil Baby. I just can't name a song. Hold on. Give me a second. Because I don't know. Like, he's one of those artists. He's so big that I'm sure I've heard one before. I just didn't know it was him. I know he had a song with Kirk Franklin. Oh, Drip Too Hard on Sand Too Close. My favorite Lil Baby song is Yes Indeed. That was like that was like his like, in my opinion, his like one of his like premier um songs because he can't like Drake has a feature in that song like mm. the that like yeah. If I play Yes Indeed, you probably would recognize it. Like, you know, drip too hard with Gunna. I don't think so. On the Gunna song, I know it's pushing P. Free, free, free gunna. You know the song. Here you go. You can get the biggest Chanel back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drill, they said it if I got them on it. I bought a new paddock, I had the white so I took tone. Taking these drawers, I'm gonna be up until the morning. That ain't your car, you just a lease, you don't own it. If I'm in the club, I got that fire when I'm performing. The back end just came in and out. really no Mm-mm. i guess i'm trying to think of where i would overhear music but i would hear uh, it would have to have been on twitter or um the radio drip too hard wouldn't that come out because i have this on my playlist so I, it, you would have heard it if, when we used to ride around rochester before life got hard. that long ago yes. Blue baby, B. yeah, that's what I thought. Twenty eighteen, I was gonna guess twenty eighteen too. I was gonna say because remember, I remember the time you said a Bodak Yellow lyric and I didn't know what you was talking about, and that was like the height. <laughs> yeah, that is true. The way Cardi B, Cardi B, that's how you, that's how you, that's how you do it. Cardi B had us in a choco with Bodak Yellow. That was a song of the summer. I still never heard this song, <laughs> top to bottom. We was walking back from um, rehearsal in in Charleston. Me, Tyler, and this dude named um, Emmanuel. 
this trailer said Emmanuel we wrapped Bodak Yellow from top to bottom on the walk bay <laughs> it still bangs to the point that I have I have Bodak Yellow on my hip hop playlist I had to bring it over to the lights and it come, when it comes back I'm like I forgot this is still a banger but um yeah alright so we're gonna go like back and forth you can go first like what's the thing in classical music that was not widely received and then it because it was different um so the thing that i picked i was i picked some of these recent like (laughs) orchestral seasons um now of course there was a like a a large push for people to change um the stuff that like they program but one thing that i that i remember was that time when was this this was last april april 2021 when that patron wrote a letter to detroit symphony right (laughs) about their um about their season and what was crazy to me about it was that i looked at this season it was not overwhelmingly no black like black composers there was a couple black composers on there right so if y'all don't remember so the detroit symphony vice president um posted the letter on twitter um saying you win some you lose some (laughs) um it says it's addressed to the artistic leadership and directors and trustees it says i am writing this with great dismay at the posting of your upcoming season programming i have been a season ticket holder for quite some time i find it offensive and discriminatory that you are planning your upcoming season focusing on a particular ethnic group I feel you are doing so just to jump on the current bandwagon of playing the diversity card. If we as a society truly, in all caps, care that we are all equal, in all caps, we would stop labeling groups as particular ethnicities and just consider us all people, all caps, and humans, all caps. First of all, okay. It says, I feel... I feel you could and should structure your programming and events as musicians and their contribution to the art or a style, not weather, weather spelled like rain, sleet, snow. Oh, perfect. Um, they are blue, black, yellow, plaid, etc. They love pulling love it out. That. I was just about to say they love that. <laughs> they love them a good uh black, white, pink, or green. Oh my gosh. I come to hear, enjoy, and experience the music all caps the com- the accomplishment of the artist and i feel you have lost sight of that or never had the sight at all i will not be renewing my season tickets to dso nor will i be attending any concerts there or contributing to the dso any longer a disappointing past patron first of all if you so focused on the music then why does it matter who wrote it that's the thing it's like y'all convince yourselves every time a black person does anything you convince yourself that it's about their race like first of all oh my gosh y'all this we should stop labeling each other and where did the labels come from exactly like y'all want to just do away with it like y'all didn't mess this whole thing up like you want to be mad at somebody you need to be mad at your ancestors i'm so sorry like and leave us out of it for real and y'all love oh my gosh that's the gall to say something like that in a city like Detroit that's like 65% black is ass in the hind. And why didn't you sign your name? Right. Like, you know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. Um, 
yeah it's just very annoying to me how every time we do something it's like oh it should be about the music they literally are playing their music the music right. is just by a black person <laughs> and you're mad at it oh wow. and yeah and that's the most hilarious part about it it's like they had like a couple pieces about by black composers i was expecting to pull it up and it'd be like like nothing but, but yeah. they're playing lots of standard rep plenty of it like <laughs> and you're also saying all of this about um you're saying all of this about uh, i'm sure pieces that you've never heard before right and i actually have their um their thing right now um the season that they have like okay they got they have some jesse montgomery right here but then they have sebelius and two pieces by respighi there go chike five here's dvorak new world here's rachmaninoff and brahms on the same program copeland adams gershwin like right. Smetna, Dvorak, Smetna again. Same program. Y'all fave. Hillary Hines there. What's the problem? And if you want to keep it a buck, really what most of these orchestras are doing, they're taking off that random overture and they're putting a piece by a black composer. Oh, I know they're mad at this one. Thomas Wilkins conducting, Hell Stork and Dawson, and then Beethoven on the back end. Okay, all black program. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come on, Tovin. <laughs> Big B, not the little one. Period. Like, here go Rossini, Dvorak, Mazorski, Rachmaninoff again. Like, it's plenty of them on here. Here go Beethoven for the umpteenth time. They're here. Mozart, Mahler. Like, <laughs> they're all here. Let me look at the MSO season. I think what would be cute, they should do what they should try to do. They should try to program an entire season and leave off a composer and see if they can get through the whole season. I feel that'd be kind of cool. Like, guess who's missing? I'm going to see if MSO playing Mozart, but this year, I mean, not Mozart. Barbara Schumann, Schubert. Yep. Didn't even get that far. I scrolled twice. We're playing a piece I've never heard by Beethoven before. I went doo doo, Beethoven. How many times Beethoven on here? Here goes Strauss and Ravel. Name somebody who we haven't seen yet. We've seen all of them. We've seen all of them. What, Debussy? I'm not done yet. He might be on here too. Oh, no, I'm done. Good. He not on here. You know, that's my... I'm fine with that. He the only one not here. They're all here. Like, you act like they... You showed up to the concert hall white and they kicked you in the throat and shot you in the foot. Like, right. <laughs> like what are you talking about? Y'all be so dramatic, bro. Oh, Beethoven only on here once. For us. Periana. But this is not all the concerts. It's just like there's some stuff like that's not but that's missing. Like the drama, bro. Y'all want to be oppressed so bad. The blue, black, yellow plaid. Okay. 
Well, my first one is a drag for me. And honestly, you know, listen, one thing for me, like, I don't like, and this is in general in my life, so not too much on me, but one thing that I have found um, people agreeing with me on, I don't like contemporary takes on classics. And I'm not talking about when when black people play the main character. I'm not talking about that. Relax. I'm not talking about that. Um, Cause the girls are gagged at Hallie. You saw the comment when someone was like, "What? What are the ginger girls gonna look up to?" I'm like, Ariel's hair is bright red. Are y'all being for real? Y'all are not serious. Somebody people. said Chucky. <laughs> y'all have Chucky. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about like I remember when I went. I think I talked about it before. I don't. I went to go see the Nutcracker, and I waited all year to see the Nutcracker, and y'all are in Times Square during the pot of duh. I don't like that. That's something <laughs> quick and sweet that I just don't like. It's a we wait all year long for the Nutcracker. Why are they wearing Jordans? I don't like it. I don't. Not Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. That's how I feel. You played that acoustic version of. That's the Wonder song. And you know what? That's fair. <laughs> That's fine. I'll give you that. I don't like contemporary takes on classics. Make something new. That's just that's just me. I don't like, you know, Annie's my favorite musical. Like, I didn't love the Jamie Foxx. What was it, Jamie Foxx? Maybe. Don't drag me. It could have been. Because why are they that? That why, sounds why? right. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't. I just like them. You know what I did love? When they did um, Annie Live, and they had a little black girl singing down the house, but it was the original songs and it was the original script, and they just did what they had to do. Yes, I don't like contemporary takes on classics. I don't need the main character eating hot fries. I don't need. Oh, okay. I don't need the main character, you know, singing Bodak Yellow. I don't like when it. I don't like it. So I'm just gonna get that one out the way. Okay, what's your what's your last what's, one? What's your uh what's your um dang, what was I about to say? Well oh, I was gonna say what I am um looking forward to is they doing a movie adaptation of Wicked. And that's gonna be Wicked is very good. So I don't have I seen Wicked? <clears throat> I don't think so. I've only seen two Broadway shows, one of which I'm lying. I've seen three, one of which I fell asleep on, but that wasn't my fault. It was Phantom of the Opera. And it wasn't because it was boring. It's because we've literally been walking around NYC all day and they took us into this dark, cold place. I'm going to go to sleep. I um I didn't see Wicked on Broadway. I think I saw it in LA and I saw Lion King in LA too, but I saw Hairspray on Broadway. Oh, I know that was good. Many years ago. Yeah, Tevin Campbell was in it. The best Broadway show I seen was uh, Hamilton. I thought I thought um, Lion King was good for the nostalgia. It was also done very well, but like, man, Hamilton, I was gagged. What? That's an interesting concept. Because I feel like I still don't get it. For you know what it is, I was talking to Nikki about this because Nikki went with me. 
it's like for a second you forget what they're singing about because the music is good the songs <laughs> are good and then you get home because I'm, I'm the person I see something I see a movie I like to go home look, look up the actors stuff like that you go mm. home you be like oh shoot it's about Hamilton it's a white man who stole land you know what I'm saying like that it, it clicks later but when you were in the moment and you see black people and brown people singing down boots and the and the music is good and like you're so in the story of like Eliza and, and Hamilton and him cheating on her like you're so he ain't did he cheat I don't remember exactly but like you're just so wrapped up in it that's what it is best musical I've seen I remember learning about Tchaikovsky's opera and I remember people dragging it and dragging it like oh it's not very good people don't whatever whatever and then one day I was on Instagram um and I heard this aria and I want to play a little bit of it because like I remember listening to it and I was like I couldn't I couldn't decipher the language um I was like what language is this but it sounds bomb I mean honestly it's James McCorkle singing it and like he could sing the ABCs and I would buy it and um and yeah so this is the this is this um this is a, the aria, an aria from Eugene Ogenine by Chike. like hold on what is this i go to the comments and i was like huh and so then i did more research i was like no y'all are bugging so i think i get why people have said and i've heard professors say this i've read it it's not that people didn't it it was a flop but people did say it was a flop but i think it was a flop because of the the language it was written in like it was written in russian so in Russia, the girls were eating it up. They were eating it up. They're like, oh, my God, period. <laughs> he gets it. And then when he brought it abroad, it had it was like lukewarm reception. But people do it, like, all the time. But the storyline is T. I, I just feel like y'all are just haters because it's just like, how do you not like it? Like, there are subtitles. I don't understand Italian. Like, y'all have to be for real. So, basically, let me tell you, because it's he, right? Like, honestly, this could be, like, a sick. So, this is what happened, right? So, this is dude, right? There's two sisters. I forgot their names. Tatiana's one. I forgot the other girl. Tatiana's an important one. Then, the other girl has this dude named Lenski. And then, it's Eugene Eugene, right? So, Lenski over there with his with the sister. And then, he brings his friend Eugene. And then, Tatiana starts, you know, start flirting with Eugene. She's like, oh, my God, that's my man. That's my, my man. Like, my man, my man, my man boom then she go home she write a love note which girl stand stand up she go write a love note to Eugene like oh my god I love you like you are my man like we gotta be together we gotta we gotta go together whatever she she shows the note to Eugene Eugene is like nah girl I don't really I would I'll be so embarrassed like she's like she she's embarrassed of course whatever boom fast forward I'm gonna skip through the stuff fast forward right is years later whatever Tatiana ends up marrying this prince 
and then Eugene come back around and Eugene's like girl actually I love you real bad like no for real for real the okay before that the the part of the opera that was that that Aria basically like Lenski had found out or Lenesky whatever his name is and then they had a duel and then Eugene won so then he come back girl I love you real bad and then Tatiana's like girl I married a prince like I don't know what to tell you she kind of lying because she still do like him but this is out of the principle so period girl stand up and then yeah then he the opera the opera ends and, and he said he feel very empty inside and it's like y'all are haters what's not to like about that that is tea like that is tea so that's mine i feel like i've been hoodwinked all these years i thought it was a flop it's not a flop the music is beautiful because obviously look at the material and then um yeah the story's good it's in Russian. You, you got to read subtitles anyway. You fluent in Italian? And if you fluent in Italian, why are you going to see an opera in, in Kansas City? Be okay. serious. <laughs> Be serious. Okay. <laughs> no tea on Kansas City. I'm just saying. No, but I remember my other one. I had three that I was considering. One of them, like I said, it wasn't going to work because I was like, not too much. Um, no. Well, one time when something came out and when the all phase was acting about it what? do you remember do you remember when Anna Kiko Myers <laughs> what she do again when um like Chinake was getting some traction if y'all don't know Chinake is the um um the orchestra of people of color in the UK and she made a post and was like I wonder if you gotta be black to, so- to solo with this orchestra hashtag reverse discrimination oh, girl I, know, I don't remember that but okay <laughs> you don't remember this <laughs> somehow I don't remember it no wow of course people dragged her and she came out and she was like oh I realized so I'm like yeah girl you only realized that you got dragged um well of course I mean people and of course you know it's classical music so it was a bunch of people who agreeing with the head and yeah whatever and it's like yeah girl you do so get black or get gone <laughs> i have to tell you yikes i didn't remember that what what's she what's she doing now she, i'm sure she bounced back it's classic yeah. yeah it's classic yeah i don't care she probably got more more fans there's literally nothing you could do in classical music that will get you canceled especially not towards black people yeah, they were, you might get congratulated. Mm-hmm. You you gonna get a DM being like, "Girl, you're so brave." That's right. what I was thinking. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you have to. I don't know what you could possibly do to in classical. You have to kill someone. Literally, you have to kill someone because there are still people that um conductor. I don't even remember his name to be honest. From um the New York Phil, even he was in Europe before he died. Ooh. Getting some little jobs. I literally cannot remember his name. Oh, you talking about from the Met? Was he the Met or the James Rick James Field? Levine? Yup. Yeah, the Met. Even he could not. And Placido Domingo. Like you touching kids? Like this? Literally, you would have to literally set a school ablaze with children inside of it for them, to, and they'd probably still be like, "Well, you know, like." The music like right no matter what he may have done right <laughs> exactly like you can't do anything in classical music like 
if they you oh sorry if you're like, but he was a genius and i was gonna say if you're if you're a cishet white man but that's not true for miss girl over there and singing in blackface so and i it's don't like yeah i was just gonna say it's like y'all do all of this stuff but i not want to to avoid having black people in your orchestras and now a black orchestra pop up we did what mad. you wanted like and now y'all mad and why but do you want to solo in this orchestra exactly that's, like you got enough weird. stuff on your calendar you know how many orchestras are there there are in like one square okay one square mile is crazy in one state <laughs> <laughs> like girl you do not have any problem getting booked and like here you come like i just don't but you know what that came out on top so that's a problem like i feel like you too, you too grown in classical music to think that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about Illinois, that's the only thing I said I could think of. Not the only state I could think of, but like the only state I'm familiar with. It's like, yeah, you have the CSO. We also have the, the Peoria Symphony, the Illinois Symphony, the 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 little this town symphony. Like, there's the Evanston Symphony, Skokie Valley Symphony. You can go solo with all them people. It's one orchestra. It's one. That's all white mostly white y'all are embarrassing and it's like so she so when everybody was dragging her about that um she was she started of course blocking people and stuff and it was like it just wasn't about the music anymore it was never about the music for you when you said in the beginning it wasn't about the music and this is exactly what that patron at dso because right. It's not like he he was talking about, oh, it needs to be about the music. Your letter is not about the music. Your letter is about y'all are having black people in here. That's what your letter is about. Yeah. <laughs> so, girl. And um, and it's like you try to act like they doing something. Like, yeah, they're doing something different in terms of, like, actually giving black people a chance and centering the stuff that they're doing in classical music. But, like, y'all act like they really came out of left field right with this and talking about some she said music embraces everybody and it should not divide and it embraces who is dividing it does not discriminate first of all music don't discriminate is a bold-faced lie you know how much discrimination (laughs) classical music alone like the literal music too like come on bro y'all over here okay i don't even want to get that's a whole conversation Loki, that's an episode. I should think about that. Period. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. And I don't no. remember how many examples next time too. <laughs> okay. We'll see. No, but for real. I remember what I, I don't remember what I was doing when I listened to that voice message, but I just remember saving it, but I had I had already opened a text message and I was like, if I don't listen to it now, I'm not gonna remember. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, so I had to send a voice because like All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? Glad you asked. I am talking about Sean Akpebolo. So sorry if I'm saying your last name wrong. Um, But Sean is an award-winning composer um, whose music has been featured on many radio broadcasts across this country, including NPR's All Things Considered, NPR's Morning Edition, and Sirius XM's Living American, which is a series on the Stephanie Hall channel, um, and more. Um, he's had 
many prizes and honors, including the American Academy of the Arts and Letters Walter Henriksen Award in Music. He was a first place winner of the 2020 American Prize in Composition for the Professional Wind Band Division, the second place winner in the 2017 American Prize in Composition in the Orchestral Division, first prize in the Flute New Music Consortium Competition, um, Consortium Competition, composition competition whoo and um the sound of late composition contest as well as many others um his music has also been performed on five continents over 40 states almost every major u.s city and some of the most uh, inf- uh prestigious performance spaces and concert halls like carnegie hall the kennedy center the national cathedral um He's been played by the Lyric Opera of Chicago, the Washington National Opera, um, the Ear Taxi Festival of uh, New American Music, Ravinia Music Festival, um, as well as many other orchestras um, and influential soloists as well. He also receives regular commissions from noted soloists, universities, and organizations. He's been commissioned by the Minnesota Opera, Colorado Opera, Dallas Opera, Cincinnati Opera, Philadelphia Chamber Music Society, Fifth House Ensemble, etc., 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 etc. Goes on and on and on. All his accomplishments. Period. Um, he earned his master's and doctoral degrees in composition from the College Conservatory of Music at the University of Cincinnati, where he also studied music theory. He completed his bachelor's degree in composition and music history from Asbury College, and he had additional studies in film scoring from NYU through the Buddy Baker Film Scoring Program. Woo! So, shout out to him. I mean, there's a lot more, but I will link his website so that you can learn more about him. You know, if you and if you got a bag, you know, maybe a little commission. Period. Period. My piece of the week is Starburst by Jesse Montgomery. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a Black Excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send it to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBM. We have a little convenient coming up. It's going to be cute. It's going to be tea. Um, that's isblackmusicians.com, isblackmusicians on social media. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.